You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension, a dimension of sound, a dimension of mind. You are moving into a place of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You are now entering the Twilight Diner. We close at 10, but you guys can stay for another 10, 15 minutes or so. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Well, sounds like we just have a little bit of time left. Yeah. Perfect. Which brings me to maybe one of my favorite episodes. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker. <laughs> I, I, I love depth. I love, I love create, um, creative license. Yeah, but I'm also a sucker for the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> so first, before we get into kind of what I'm talking about, I think we're all on the same page on that. Um, this last episode, the Blurry Man. I think it's just called Blurry, blurry man. man, not the Blurry Man. Sorry. What'd you guys think? I'll just say, leading in, maybe the most confused. I had been to start an episode mm. like when when they kind of broke that like actually when they were like they're shooting what we thought was like the intro yeah with Seth Rogen I thought oh no not this again I've seen this so many times it, yeah in so many different ways right I yep. mean like Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell like there's just so many I think there is an original Twilight Zone episode very similar to that yeah with um, the typewriter right yeah and it's like, I was just, no, this cannot be. And then when they cut, I was just so confused. Oh, they did it. They did it so well. And, and I thought like at first, at first I thought it was going to be like a behind the making of, <laughs> and then I was like disappointed. Like this is cool, <laughs> but like I, I really had my heart set on one more episode. Oh man. And then boom, mic drop. Dude, I, I absolutely love whenever shows get that meta with themselves. Yeah. So there's been a lot of different TV shows that have done it over the years, but the first time that I ever saw it happen was actually an episode of the uh, old 90s show Eerie, Indiana, mm. uh, which was sort of a Canadian knockoff of like Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark and all these other shows. Okay. It was sort of an even lower budget version <laughs> of those things. If you can imagine. Yeah. Imagine a world where there's a lower budget version of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. And a cheesier version of Are You Afraid of the Dark? But it was called Eerie Indiana. And I watched a lot because I had family that lived in Indiana, so I thought that was super cool. And they one of the last episodes of the whole show, the the main character discovers that he's on a TV show. So like every episode oh. it's like this X-Files thing of him uncovering different mysteries, and then the last episode he figures out that it's all a TV show. Yeah. And so like that kind of, it's almost like a Truman show kind of thing. And it's really interesting. And so I love it. I just, it's easy. Going meta is easy. Yeah. But it gets me every time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Like you were saying, could in the beginning of the episode, it seemed like a terrible thing to go into <laughs> before the, before the narration happened. I was like, I'm not going to like this episode at all. Well, And I say like props to that cast for selling that though, yeah. because I think they were purposefully making us hate it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as much as uh, we, 
you know, I kind of wasn't super looking forward to this because I don't always know how I feel about Seth Rogen. Right. And oh yep. gosh, I mean, he's he sold it as being bad. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> like talking to himself, not even convincingly. It was like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking to? And then like he, luckily for us, he was about as relevant as like Drew Barrymore in Scream. So we're like, safe now. Dude, that's funny. Yeah. I, I, I was. Actually, just as you were kind of saying that, like, how difficult would it be to say, like, okay, I need you to act poorly. Yeah, kind of purposefully melodramatic. Yeah. And like for for people do that accidentally. Yeah. And then you have people who like, I'm sure it's just hard to flip that switch. Like you have you have guys who are like, um, what do they call them? Like method actors who like. Right. I, could you ask someone like Denzel Washington? Like, what would you even say? Like, hey, I need you to, I need you to be a guy pretending to be a guy who isn't a great actor. <laughs> like, or boom, or nailed it. <laughs> I'm just a dude playing a dude. <laughs> the disguise is a dude. Yes. <laughs> and so it's like, you pro- like you said, props to them. They yeah. did it. They did it. And I feel like... And I don't know that the actress's name that's in that segment as well, but she was in Get Out. She was in Get Out, yeah. And, yeah, she sold it just as hard. Yep. And, like, even just kind of the the banter they created from the character of her as an actress with the character of Jordan Peele as a producer, like, they kind of had a, a banter back and forth. It's hard because they're all playing, like, fictional versions of themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, they referred to themselves by their real names. Right. It's very confusing. Yeah. Um... I do worry that they're going to come back to the episode and actually play it out and like do the intro again, like maybe in the second season, <laughs> like, yeah, all right, yeah, this yeah. is what we were trying to do. Yes. And then be disappointed again. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about, I'm going to mess up her name, Zazie Zazi Beats? Zazie Beats. What did you think about her performance? Uh, I'm a sucker for Zazie ever since uh, Atlanta. Yeah. Anything that she's been in, I'm 100% sold. Uh, I thought watching her in this role made me want her as a horror movie final girl. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what I want to see now. Someone cast her in, you know. She's hey, the Candyman's getting re- rebooted. Perfect yeah. opportunity. Like, yeah. let's do that. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I for like part of the way through it, I didn't love it, mm-hmm. and that, which I was really surprised, because I love Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then what was that scary movie that we watched? Slice. Slice, and she was great in that, and mm-hmm. I was like, what, why, like, why is this role, does it feel like it doesn't fit? And then, I feel like, maybe I'm just trying to find my rationale, mm-hmm. but I feel like she acted like they did in the original series. Like, just mm-hmm. a little yeah. over the top, like a little, like, just exaggerated enough to almost like when I found later that you could watch it in black and white. Oh, you can so like I if you go to that. CBS All Access, you can watch the entire season in black and white. I thought oh, they just released that because I did not notice that before. Okay, maybe they did. Yeah, that might be new. But like, I feel like if I went back and watched that, it'd be like, yeah, yeah, this is part of the yeah. original season or original series. Like, right. it was. And so then when I kind of watched it through that, it was, I fell in love. Well, and that and I, that would make sense, and maybe maybe that was accidental. Maybe that was cheesy, not great acting on her part, or maybe that was thought out. Absolutely, and that was that was part of it because you know obviously her character was very influenced by yep. 
Twilight Zone at a very young age, which yep. all of us have had those exact same experiences growing up. I feel like she could have been in on this conversation. Yeah. And like what which uh, what I love is because I feel like we were kind of on we were on topic. Mm-hmm. Like as we see the season play out, I feel like as we're discussing it, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like we're we're kind of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think that's what's crazy. And so I did really enjoy the episode, but also I found myself a little frustrated with it, mostly because I hate it whenever things create themselves in a way where you can't argue with it or it kind of puts itself in its own argument loop. Mm. And I feel like this episode did that. So if we believe the character that she's portraying, I forget the character's actual name, but um, Sophie, Sophie, if we believe that Sophie is one of the head writers for the whole season of the show, and she's purposefully kind of pushing the kind of social commentary envelope the whole series. And we are kind of constantly like, oh, that was kind of ham fisted. I don't know. I want to be entertained more. Yeah. I don't want it to just be art. And then we get to this episode, which is pretty much completely entertainment or also completely art at the same time. And, yep. th- and now it's like we can't argue with it. Like yeah, now I can't yeah. say like, Absolutely. oh, early it was really ham fisted. It's like, oh, well, they explained why it was ham fisted. Like, yeah. Yep. And that's kind of frustrating. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it because it kind of makes me mad. Because I feel if nothing else, if nothing else, it's really hard to like, look, let's look at a different show that kind of did this to themselves, but in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Like, let's take Lost. Yeah. Where like they had, I know that they had change of writers and JJ Abrams like, or bad robot or somebody left. JJ uh, Abrams pieced out yeah, pretty early on. He, he took his hands off the project mm-hmm. and that's kind of when it, really went off the rails but like they were being extremely intentional about things and we never really figured out why they were placing so much intention on those things yeah and it's really hard to write at the end to fix accidental mistakes Mm -hmm. if that makes sense so like yeah and lost tried and everybody hated it right and i don't watch game of thrones but it sounds like they kind of did it and everybody seems to hate it i don't know i don't <laughs> i don't claim to speak for that community but i right. hear really negative things yeah. and so i feel right. like the fan base isn't very happy with the way that show is right now yeah so i feel like if nothing else it shows that they were they had the pulse on exactly what they wanted to get across mm-hmm. and and it shows that and that's why i think like her acting job was kind of like i think he somebody or she had in her mind like hey act as though you're in the original series because like i think it was thought out like i don't think i think very few things were accidental Mm -hmm. i think maybe old girl from american horror story and her acting job maybe that was accidental (laughs) but but i think most of this season was very well thought out let me to that point let me just put out there has anyone looked is does the blurry man actually appear in I was going to ask episodes. you. I, was I didn't. I didn't see. take the time to go look. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't uh, think it does. It makes sense that they would have, right. but I, I don't know. It was too obvious to not see. I know it was so show. obvious, even now, though it was dark. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. that was just a ploy to try to get people to go back and watch them all again. Yeah. Well, here's my question. It's a loop. We don't remember it, but if we go back and watch it. Are they the original, or did they replace them? They just replaced them with a whole black and white. Series, right, you know, like, they they may have not included it at first, and then now that the last episode's up, I mean, what would that be? That would be like one scene you're slicing one, them into. Yeah, like, one scene. 
I mean, it's Wouldn't not be a big deal. much. No. I thought they were going to pull up a bunch of pictures, like, from each episode. <laughs> I like, oh, no, this is five minutes of everything I missed. There's no way. I refuse to believe I missed all of this. I was like, one part from one episode. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> uh, I would say another thing to comment on what you're saying about her, you know, acting as if she's actually a character in the 59 series or, you know, original series, however you want to look at it, um, is kind of her being claimed yeah at the end it, yeah. that, that's almost like a you didn't belong here yeah you belong with us which could totally you know yes kind of verify what you're saying oh god okay before before we get too far <laughs> we gotta work in stages what about one scene that really struck me and if it didn't resound with you that's cool but like when she finally decides to kind of confront the blurry man Mm-hmm. And he, I forget what she says, but just like, I don't, it wasn't like an invitation exception. Like, yeah. I, I forget what it was, but like, then she was kind of enveloped with like the smoke. She had the flashback of when she yep. was young. Like, I thought that was an incredible, like, just piece of cinema art. Like, yeah. the way they shot it, the way they had kind of the smoke going through her skin, and then it like, mm-hmm went right into her childhood like mm-hmm. so many times i mean they could have just cut to a flashback and okay right. no big deal but like the way they mixed him and his particles or whatever that was right. into everything like i just think again just further imagery of hey this is we are in the twilight zone everyone is right. a, if you're not in the twilight zone you are what they say like you're a child like you put your childish thoughts away i think that's right. exactly what was said at the end yep. And um, and I, I just think, I don't know, I, I was blown away by that sequence yeah. of scenes, which then led her to just a short medium of success before she, like, walked back into the desolation. So, like, we think it's done. Right. We think we've resolved. Then I look down at my little counter, and it's like, oh, wait, no, I, we still have 10 oh, minutes I left. Know, I knew we weren't resolved. Even I, had, I wasn't looking at the counter. And even <laughs> when the episode ended, and you know how some, like, the episode kind of ends, and let me take one moment to say, if anyone, if anyone in the world from CBS <laughs> ever funny. hears this conversation, <laughs> screw you guys <laughs> and your ad breaks. Yes. They're, they're horribly They're, the timed. they're, the they're horribly timed. Yep. I don't mind. It's it's upsetting to me that I pay a certain amount of money and there's still ads. Okay, but I'll accept it because of the world that I live in today. Yeah. But at least time them out, right? Yep. Like. Yep. You 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 almost if the episode wasn't as good as it was, it the timing of these ads would have ruined my experience. Oh, absolutely. Like absolutely. It was just terrible. Um. <laughs> So I don't even remember. We were talking about the little end. I was mad at that. The fake end. But then you knew that it wasn't the end. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wasn't looking at the time. And so, you know how sometimes they end and then like there's not like a stinger after the last ad break, but it's just the the credits. And then all the previous episodes have been next time on Twilight Zone. Mm -hmm. I wasn't all the way up until that ad break. I wasn't convinced the show was over. I was like, oh, there's probably like still 20 minutes left. Yeah. Like. Oh, mm-hmm. I wish. After it was over, I still thought there'd be like 20 minutes left. Oh, remember when we were like talking at like at the beginning where we were like, oh, 
Mm, to, these episodes are like 40 minutes. Mm, that one was almost an hour. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I like that. And it's like, oh, oh, this, the, the, this episode, I could have gone. The premise of this episode could have been a feature film. Absolutely. And just launched as like Twilight Zone, the movie 2019. Yeah. yeah. Like they could have just done it that way. Yeah. Okay. The big, the big one, the big kahuna. What did you think? What were what was your reaction to 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 the reveal, the grand reveal of Rod Serling? Uh, I had two reactions. The first one was I looked to my wife and said, "I told you it'd be Rod Serling." <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I swear you can ask her. I, I called it like so. I called it whenever she first sees him in the library uh, and the, just the way he was standing and he kind of had that, like yeah. that, that, mm-hmm. that silhouette just with like his hands kind of folded in front of him. And yeah. I was like, Oh, the blurry man's going to be Rod Serling. And she's like, no, that's stupid. And I'm like, okay, that's what's going to happen. It was not stupid. <laughs> it was not stupid. It was, was awesome. She was wrong twice. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, my second reaction is kind of twofold in just that, like, I liked that they did it. I thought it was a really nice touch. I thought it was a great way to honor him. There was still, even though that technology has yeah, yeah. progressed a lot, there was yeah. still something about his, there was some things about his face that were just wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so because of, you know, watching this, I've revisited a lot of the old episodes, not that long ago. Yep. And like, even just the way he talked and his, yep. his, his face, we've talked about it a lot. Um, and they, they did it, they animated it wrong. Yeah. And so that was, that was really disappointing to me. So like we, we've had discussions, um, just about like one thing that Rod always did with his mouth is that his upper lip was kind of always tucked in and they, they didn't even do that in the animation. It's like, that's what his face looks like. That's what he looks like when he speaks. That's what creates the sounds that he, he makes with his mouth is because he kind of holds his lips in this manner and they didn't even animate it's it. It's almost way. like it's almost like he has like a little bit of paper towel stuffed up under his like <laughs> top lip, you know, like it kind of curls. Yeah. And that's absolutely. Yeah. I, and I so the, agree the fact that that wasn't there just made it look very wrong. Yeah. Um, but that's only because I've really been paying attention to his yeah. face recently. Yeah. So a lot of people probably didn't even notice. Yeah. I've seen every single beginning narration of the original one. So I, I could tell it wasn't it was so close to yeah. him it was very close and then since it was um switched over to black and white moments before that it yeah. like really that really helped close. yeah yeah, helped. yeah it helped that definitely helped if they would have tried to like do it present color. him in i don't color, even know what he looks like really in color. awkward i know <laughs> is he even white? <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah and then um moments before that um when she's walking up to it, it was it was it was kind of slow and boring. She says a few words and like I'm not I'm not gonna lie, like I was almost falling asleep like when oh, it was coming up to it because it was like what a couple of, I figured it was gonna end where it's like uh goes away or something like or it's like ha I've got you now whatever how it was gonna end like something I didn't think it was gonna be like terrible or anything but I did not expect. Uh, Mr. Rod and so uh, like my eyes were kind of dozing down and then I heard a voice and I like, opened it I was like oh my gosh it like freaked me out like I was, oh I almost missed it almost. oh dude I, I thought it was you know this is kind of that uh, for those who didn't 
get what I was saying at the very beginning. Like, yeah. This was the low hanging fruit. Like, oh, you, yeah. you throw me an, an image of Rod Sterling, like that would have been good enough. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he walks <laughs> into clarity in black and white, mm-hmm. yes, CGI. But like, it's one of the things. Like, if done well, kind of, it, it's it, it's at least showing remembrance and kind of an absolutely on, almost an homage to that person. Like, mm-hmm. um, one one example that I just absolutely think was just not out of the park phenomenal was um, in Rogue One, yep. uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, uh, exactly Peter Cushing, what I was say. and and was and it? I, I think that Rod looked better even than. So Moff Tarkin. Did yeah, it. yeah, and 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 I think it's like one of those things that like, you know, Grand Moff image that I grew up with. Like I knew that that wasn't him, but like it's just so close. And you know what? It's really good to see. Yeah, that yeah. you know, like that that scratches that nostalgic itch that like, like my wife didn't even know. She's like, oh, that wasn't a real person because she doesn't uh, know, right? Yeah, you know, right, so like watching right. Rogue One, she didn't even know like that wasn't a real person. Right. Which is incredible. Hey, you know, hats off to, mm-hmm. you know, that technology, but, but just seeing Ron Sterling and then hearing that voice and that, that kind of that cadence, oh, that yeah. like it was just, it, it was, it was, it was it. It was the entertainment piece that we've kind of been looking for. It's still, it's still addressed. I think a real issue of like, you know, kind of going back to that, you know, entertainment and art versus, you know, messaging. Um, you know, that's kind of that's kind of what they're going after in the fake episode that becomes the conversation for this episode. And like, we still get that today. Like, how much voice should an athlete have in kind of the social commentary? How much should mm-hmm. an artist have? You know, like, how much liberty should we be taking on social media platforms? Yeah. And like, we still get that conversation, but it was it was it was for the entertainment and it was to to bring all of these thoughts into a collective to kind of walk into or walk out of the twilight zone like however right. you want to see it um i thought it was i thought it was incredible the fact that they walked through the door that we got like the mm. bazillion doors <laughs> we had the doors we had the spinning, spinning and then out into like I'm sure that like when when my son watches this in 20 years, he's gonna be like, "Wow, that's old looking TV." But like for me right now, it's like, yes, that's exactly what I wanted. You yeah. know, like they they hit it, they yeah. did it, and it's and it's one of those things that like I don't know who I don't want to just give Jordan Peele all the credit. I'm right. sure that there were tons of tons of minds, tons of thoughts that went into that. But you know, kind of when I say good job, Jordan Peele, like that's the whole crew. Like he obviously. Yeah had a hand in something whoever cbs hired for this like it was it was incredible and i think about like that technology like this was this is a i know cbs is huge but like this is a weekly you know production this is essentially television so yeah. like the fact that they're bringing that in and doing a pretty good job yeah. on the small screen yeah was i i thought this episode it was exactly how it should have ended yeah exactly how the season should have ended yep i agree uh so well, I think they they might be kicking us out. I'm not real sure. Maybe maybe I'll do, do one more double check here. I, I haven't seen anybody in a while. It's it's feeling yeah, that's true. Dude. We close this place down. It's the where's our server? I don't know. <laughs> she must have just walked away. Three friends, 
searching for meaning in a television program where there may be none. But nothing is rarely as it seems at the Twilight Diner. This has been a production of Eek Channel. We make spooky stuff for people like you. You can discover more content like this at eekchannel.com. Or find us on Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, all the places. And don't be shy. We like making new friends. Thank you for tuning in. Stay eeky out there.